to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. My name is Danny, and this is episode 9, Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, it's been a shock. I thought we would have been doing this in the first five episodes, and yet here we are, episode 9. For those who don't know, I live and breathe Pokemon. I have a YouTube channel called The Honest Pokemon Trainer, and this has been one of the most influential games of my time. I can't lie, I can't deny it, Pokemon's had a huge impact on me, and the Red and Blue games is what kicked it off. I was a Gen 1 if you don't know what that means, it's someone who played Generation 1. I got it as soon as it arrived in the UK, although there was a huge difference from when we got it in the UK compared to when the Japanese got it when it was originally released. Now, my guest this week will be Jake McCauley. He's back again after the last week's he's doing Tekken 3, and there was no one else I was going to do this with because Jake and myself are big Pokemon fans, we always have been. Now, if those who are expecting a bit of news, you're not going to get it. Uh, you're not going to get it for three weeks. Uh, if you're listening to this, I am probably currently on a plane. I am on the way back to Old Blighty, to the UK, to see my family and friends. I haven't seen them for two years because of COVID, so it's nice to get back. And I haven't actually seen my wife and child. So, Paul, the Queen, and Hiccups, I haven't seen them for eight weeks because they went a little bit before me, so I'm really looking forward to getting some time away. So no news this week, so we will just be going straight to the interview with Jake. Now, I have to get this out of the way. You're not dodging this, unfortunately. If you want to help support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. You can go to YouTube and go on the Honest Pokemon Trainer and give that a subscribe and watch any of the videos. Give them a like, give them a comment. It really helps with that gods. If you're listening to it on any sort of device this show and you feel this is a pretty decent show, share it. Let your friends know, let your dog know, let your cat know, let anyone you know who's into retro games might want to give it a listen. Give the show a review and give it a five stars. That really helps push it up. And if you want to get a little bit more, you can go on Patreon. And for about $1.50 Australian, 75p UK and $1 US, you can help support the show each month. And that will get you access to one-on-one -on -one conversations with me. It will sign you up to our Discord where I hope to build a little bit of a community. You can write letters in each week about the games we're going to cover. And you can also give your gaming news each week. So a bit of... And also take care of polls, I should remember that. I've had a bit to drink. I'm sorry. I've just been with my auntie and uncle just saying goodbye before we go. So this is a bit of a mess. It's one of those things. I'm literally recording this before a fly. So that's what you can do with Patreon. I really want to push the show. I really want to make this show grow. We've reached our first 1,000 views, which has been great. Only eight episodes in. Hopefully we can get that to a much bigger number as the show continues along. But enough of me ranting and talking absolute nonsense. You're all here for Pokemon, and that's what I'm going to deliver. So I'm just going to put some music up. And when we come back, me and Jake are going to be talking about Pokemon Red and Blue, which released in Europe on October the 5th, 1999. Fuck me, I'm old. <laughs> It's finally here. I'm surprised we're not doing, I've not done this sooner. It is Pokemon Red and Blue. And back again is Mr. Jake McCauley. How are you? Howdy. I'm good, mate. And Where just off, talk this? well, just off topic, just off, I know we're starting to be doing Pokemon, the, the big one, but you've been buzzing. You've got a beer in hand and yep. you're very happy with your BN biscuits that you mentioned. <laughs> just... I, went, I went to the shop to buy beer for this. Like, I just cleaned the house up. I was like, right, going to go get my beer. And then I'll come back, do the podcast with uh, HBT. But I was just about to leave the shop 
and I saw in the doorway they had a big display of BN biscuits, and I was like, like literally, like, like BN biscuits make me think of like 1999. Like, yes, I, I believe they had Pokemon adverts of BN at one point, or they were on the packaging at some point. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me that they weren't. I think they were. I think they did do Pokemon like BN biscuits. Yeah, I think they had like Pokemon shapes on the biscuit. Yeah, they did. They did. I'm pretty sure they did. Again, this is a Google. I'm sure someone's going to go, yes, they fucking did, you fucking idiots. And well, they didn't, but like, I'm, I'm, there was some sort of biscuit cross-promotion. It's it's ridiculous. And I felt really bad because like, literally I've had to say to Jake, right, come on, go, 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 because I'm going to work and then onto a plane. This is how organised I am. Literally, yeah, fantastic work here for myself. You're very organised. Like, dude, you've got loads of videos in the bank, all this stuff sorted, and I, I can barely get one 10-minute video done in like a month <laughs> and a half. Because I'm so lazy and disorganised. Oh, well, you know, I'm just cutting it a bit fine. But for the big one, I'm not all disorganised. And we are talking Pokemon Red and Blue. And there was no one I was going to ask apart from yourself to do this, because this is the big one for both of us, really, if you think about it. Yep. And for me, because I've done this previously, talked about it, but... I just talk about it by myself, but I think having you for a chin wag. Now, this game for me, yes, there's Mario's as Sonic, but this has a special place in my heart. I don't know if you feel the same, but for me, it's it's it will the feeling when I first saw Red and Blue for the first time will never leave me. It was like it was my first ever JRPG. I think, for yes, because I'd ne- yeah, I'd never played anything like that before. Yeah, agreed. Like, I think people don't understand like. Some young people don't understand like the landscape that this game came out, and there was nothing else like it at the time. And it came across the gaming world like a bloody sumo, the kid world. Like even people that weren't nerds were playing this game. Like yeah. we, when we were at school, the chavy kids, everyone. Well, if, we might probably have to explain what chavs are for the <laughs> non-English people, but yeah, yeah, chav, chavs or scallies, or depending on where you are, or lads if you're in Australia. Basically, the low life of society who think they're hard, who think they're tough, but they're not. Dope. Even they played Pokemon. They're like the jocks of English society. Yeah, yeah. That's Even they were playing jocks. Pokemon. That's Everyone how you was tell playing. It was big. Everyone, yeah. My bro- I got my brother to play, and he's like ten years older. <laughs> and it was mental because this game came out ninety nine in the UK, but it was out in ninety six. I think it was in Japan. Yeah, which is we got the better version because the version they had was a uh, green and blue, right? Wasn't it? Or, no, no, they, they had green red, and red. red and green. And they were like, we got like the patch version, which is actually better. And it's still broken, but there's loads of shit fixed. Oh, the original. There is. Like, I've got, I've, I've got a, no- a thing in my notes. Very glitchy game. Yeah, even with our version, which is better. <laughs> yeah, it is so, so glitchy. But I remember I, I first met, saw this in a, in a cheap book and it was like Pocket Monsters because that's what it was called in Japan. And... Yeah. And I remember seeing like catch fire, catch electric. I was like, what, what do you mean? What? I don't understand this. And then I first saw it in the Nintendo official magazine, the UK publication. Mm. And when I got hold of it, it was, it, well, yeah, it was nothing like I hold before. And yeah, everyone played it. But the, the most important thing, which still, still, I think is incredible, gets mentioned to this day, is who did you pick as your starter? That was everyone. That was like the question that everyone went like went around the school. Everyone asked like, "Who's your who? Who'd you pick? What's your favorite starter?" Yeah. Do you it's remember still... what you picked? What your first one was? Oh yeah, Squirtle, hundred percent. Yeah, Squirtle wasn't my first. At my first, I picked um, 
Well, it's actually it's actually a bit more of a complicated question because the first time I played this game, I played it with. Oh, yeah, no, I was I played it with three people. I mean, I told this story in your other the when we talked about gold and uh, silver and another thing. But like the first time I played Pokemon was like we used to go play football, like um indoor football at this um like roller rink place. And um, there was me and a couple of friends. We used to go every week. And then after, we'd always go back to my mate Tony's house. And we'd all play, um, we'd all play games. And like, his mum would cook us pizza. <laughs> and this is how we'd find new games. And then the one friend, he was late that day, but he wanted to join us after football for the, um, for the gaming. Yeah. And he brought around Pokemon Red, which had just come out. He just got it. And we didn't even know what, because like literally this game came out of the blue. Now, like a lot of people, we didn't know, you said you did, but a lot of us never even heard of what the hell this yeah, was. not even heard he of it. He brought it over. Plug, my friend was, um, had a SNES and he had the, um, the uh, Game Boy player thing. The Super oh, Game Boy. yes. He yeah. chucked it in that. And then the three of us played it together, played Pokemon for the first ever time. And we were like, like figuring it out. And it's like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. Yeah. And like we picked, we picked Charmander. I remember like, because um, we all thought, oh, cool, Dragon. Yeah. And um, yeah, they were like, we were going through, they were doing moves. We couldn't figure out how to get out of town at first. We were like, what the fuck? This game's stupid. And then you tried to leave. And uh, I remember me, them making fun of me because they kept using Scratch and it was doing stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe that other move, Growl, maybe that'll do something really good. Grr. And then they used it and like, oh, it didn't do anything, you villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, a really warm memory for me the first time ever playing it on a bloody Super Game Boy. Oh, I didn't do anything, you bellend. That was the thing back in those days. No one saw like Growl or Leah. They didn't see the the the, the thing in it. It's like sword stance. Who gives a shit with that? Like, nah, I don't care. Fuck that. I just wanna I just want you hit hit with big move that kill. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the kid mentality. So go on then. Who is your first proper pick? Well, it was Charmander. I picked Charmander again. Like, I mean, how how like I think it took like two, three months for me to actually get it for myself after that because yeah. my mum, like, well, I was like, you know, parents didn't have much money because my dad was spending it all on beer. <laughs> Probably. I remember Pokemon Stadia, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get it for months. Like, it came out and I, like, I was waiting for it. My dad kept promising it to me. My mum eventually told me later in life that the reason he kept saying he was going to get it and then didn't is because he kept spending it down the pub after work. That's the modern UK family. <laughs> yeah but after a couple of months begging and begging she finally got me like pokemon blue i think it was i had first and um yeah i picked charmander first and then i got up to brock and obviously i wasn't catching stuff because i didn't know what the hell i was doing yeah and um i just got stuck on brock because obviously you know because <laughs> scratch is not very good um, ember is not very good and i was like this sucks i'm starting again and then i picked squirrel yeah and then uh, Squirtle was my boy ever since. And Squirtle went from there. And that's the thing. Like, every, it still gets mentioned to this day. People still, whenever you say Pokemon, you see loads of memes about it. Who do you pick? And I still think, like, those three, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle, have the biggest impact out of the three. You still see them on packaging today compared to everybody else, which is, yeah. it shows the long, jeg, long, jeg, long, I can't long, jake, long, jakeivity. Long, gay. <laughs> I can't get the word out. It's ridiculous. But when it came, you had 150 Pokemon. Yes, there was 151. But those, those creatures were like eye-dropping. They came in all different types. Like the idea of 15 different types of Pokemon, well, a fire Pokemon, a psychic Pokemon, a dragon Pokemon. But the designs were incredible. And those 151 have always had the big hole, the big space in our heart, which can never be replaced, I don't, I don't think. 
No, definitely, they're definitely probably the best ones. I'd say I, I do quite like a lot of the the Gen two ones. But do you, do you remember when the first time you played Pokemon was? Um, the first time I got I got po- we got Pokemon Blue, and was that you and your brother? That was me and my brother Phil Raphael. Yeah, and we literally I had to beg Mama Splinter to get it for us, and literally we I I played it, and then then then. This is how fucking Nintendo get you. It became pretty obvious. You can only have one save file. Oh, yes, you can't share it. (laughs) So we couldn't share it. So poor Mama Splinter had to go out and get Pokemon um, Red for for Phil. And God bless her. The only thing is at the time, we didn't have a second Game Boy because I did later got a Game Boy Color. But at the time, we only had a big fat one, the, the original. So we had to share that, which was manageable. But that is how Nintendo got you. And it's a fucking genius thing, really, when you think about it. Now, to go on to that, for those who don't know, and you, where have you been? Essentially, Pokemon is not just Pokemon. It's always red and blue, red, gold and silver. There's always two versions of the game because there are certain Pokemon you can't get on the other copy and you need to buy both or you need to trade with somebody else to get them. And it was genius, wasn't it? Was it? genius, but also evil. <laughs> yes, genius, but also evil. Like Nintendo knew by this concept, they had parents by the balls. Like if you had siblings... You know, the chances are you're going to have to buy more than one copy, you have to buy two. more than one console, and then you're going to have to buy a link cable. Yeah. How much, how many X, I was just about to look, like how many, co- have you got it written down? My voice just went like Scooby-Doo. Have you got it written down? How many copies it sold? No, but I can Google that because. Yeah, go for it. I want, because I'm thinking like, how do you think that's like number was actually doubled because of the, the two versions? Oh, it would have been hundred percent. I think the fact that you had a lot. They only want um, save file um, because they only have one save file. You were forced. Oh, Jesus. Right. Okay. On, Worldwide sales reached 31 million copies. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. If it was one game, it probably would have only been 16. <laughs> that's, and that's what put Game Freak on the map. Just... And I hate, I actually hate trade evolutions so much because all, like, it annoys me, right? Because so many like maybe we should just talk about some of our favorites but like yeah. so many of my favorite pokemon from gen one are trade evolutions and i never used them because i never had anyone to trade with <laughs> because yeah none of us had a link cable. yeah so there were again for those who don't know there were four pokemon that you had to uh, evolve by trading which were um kadabra to alakazam haunter to gengar um machoke to machamp it was the fourth Graveler to Golem. Graveler to Golem. There we go. See, there's my memory back. No one played Golem. That's the problem. No one, no one used I like that. Golem. Though. I always he, want because I, I really like Geodude. Yeah, no one playing, but I really like Geodude. And I always wanted to. Oh, I, what my squad as a kid, what I would always want would have been Machamp because I loved all the fighting types as a kid. Yeah. Fighting types and rock types are my favorites. Um, and it, oh, God, it used to piss me off because, and like, I remember in my first ever uh, like time completing the game, I had a Haunter in my squad. Because you couldn't evolve into Gengar. I don't think I even knew. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. Without a book, how would you know? Yeah, I didn't have the guide or anything. But it's like it's like when the game came out, and then it just like Pokemon fever like spread everywhere. Do you remember like at school, everyone was doing the, the trading card game? Oh, I've got the, you know, I've got my notes here, you know, Pokemania. And I've covered this with R9 in the past R9 beats. It was 
mental because you had the cards, which were, you know, oh, you look back in hindsight now, if we just fucking kept a box. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'd be rich. We'd be fucking rich, wouldn't we? Ha, fuck you, Jake Paul, Paul Logan Paul, whichever one it was. Um, you had the anime, which was out. The anime came out at the same time, which, yeah, it, so it was delayed in Japan. Well, it didn't come out at the same time in Japan, but it did for us, and we had that. And we had a show called SNCV Live, which pushed it every Saturday. And it was mental. You had religious groups going after it. You know, parents groups going after this game, saying it was influence our children. It was the devil's work. It was crazy. You had Chin Pokemon. Chin Pokemon. Chin Chin Pokemon. Go, shoo. (laughs) For those who don't know what that is, it's very, very early South Park. And it's mm. when they believe the Chinese, the, the Japanese governments were basically yeah. influencing our children. The Chinese, but they all the iconography doesn't even look Japanese. It looks like the Chinese. I watched it recently. I was like, this is China, not Japan. It's not, yeah, it's China, Japan. <laughs> and when the American government starts saying, no, I think you're trying to influence our children with chin Pokemon, they're going, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. we Japanese, small penis. You will have large pit. That's exactly large. what I was about to mention. <laughs> and that was it. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah, don't worry about this. You gave me a raging clue thinking about that. <laughs> raging clue. Do you, remember, do you remember the first time you saw the anime? Loved it. Went nuts. Did you remember the first episode? I actually remember the first episode I saw. The first episode, right. No other episode has that emotional pull where Ash is going over the, like he's going over a cliff and then Pikachu um, jumps over the handlebars to fight all these Spiro, and it's like, it's epic as fuck. It's like, get in the ball, Pikachu. You can't afford Pikachu, fuck off. But <laughs> what was good about that? What was good about the anime? It automatically had you hooked because at the end of the episode, Ash and Pikachu see her ho ho, and you're like, what? What's that? That's not one of the 151. What the, what the fuck's that? And, and that's the, the thing of people thinking he's dead, right? <laughs> and that, well, yeah, that's people thinking he's yeah. dead. But the thing was, because we didn't know by the time we got Pokemon Generation 1, I know we spoke about this in the gold episode, the Japanese were getting, they were getting Generation 2. That's how far so behind bring, yeah. we were. So they had the anime ready to go to bring in Ho-Ho. It was crazy. It was like America was like a little bit ahead of us on all the stuff as well. Like oh, yeah. about a year, were they? And I remember because we'd always get all the, the the latest news would come like from America. But like, oh, this thing's coming out because it's out in America. Yeah. And I remember my mum used to get me um, like new sets of the cards would come out. Yeah. And it was like crap. Like if you could get the sets before they came out in England, you could fucking you were like the dealer at school. Oh, you were. <laughs> you really yeah. were. Yeah, and I, I remember, remember the that. jungle set. My mum got it off QVC before it came out in the UK. Like that old thing with the phone oh, order and God, stuff. God, yeah. And she ordered me like a box of the jungle set, like the jungle deck star. And I was so excited because I fucking love Muck and our box. So I got <laughs> the shinies for them in there. Yeah, because they were in the original set, were they? Um, and I was trading them for like better stuff at school because <laughs> they weren't even that good. But like you could get the better cards. But it's like if you if you could have like retrospect, you'd want to just go back. Anyone who had a Charizard, you'd say, I'll oh, give us a hundred quid. Give, give, me us, lo- give you loads of them. Give us a thousand, is a thousand quid, is, you know, is, is a thousand pounds, which is God money to a kid. But the idea yeah, exactly. that it's what it's worth now is just, is just terrifying. Like, you know, I, I told you off, this is off camera, but we've had this chat and messaging. Like I pulled two recent Charizard cards and graded mm. 
they're worth about two thousand dollars US, which is just. just, just hey, I'd sell them. I'm so poor. I barely pay my rent. I'd be sold straight away. Oh, I've I, mine are hidden away, hidden away. But when it came to Pokemon itself, like we know that it was, it was an amazing game. It had well, I was saying amazing the the effect it had on people. This the plot itself. The there was a plot. It was shockingly bad, really. It was, what, was it? what do you mean for the anime or the actual game? The actual game. It was a 10-year-old boy being kicked out by his mum <laughs> to go catch a rat, basically. Or here's a, here's a tortoise or turtle or squirrel, however you want to look at it. Go, go fight people. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, for money. Go cockfight. Anime cockfight for money. <laughs> go anime cockfight for money. And then... Yeah, remember, yeah, remember Peter or whatever it was, was attacking them. When Peter the attacked them. Yeah, Peter, Peter's <laughs> always their own after game. them. They made they, their own game. <laughs> they did. Peter made their own game, which was amazing. It was so bad. But it was, when you look at it, it was just cockfighting. That's yeah, that's all just, this is. It's free marketing as well. All this stuff, people getting outraged about it. Yeah, oh yeah, but it was great. Like the game for it, loving it up. But this was just, it was basically a whole thing of cockfighting. And then mm. you had to go fight the mob. Mm. Which was like, it's a 10-year-old. It's a bit crazy how it's a, yeah, it's a 10-year-old gets kicked out of home. You go... Oh, that's gonna be fine. Your kid going around wandering the world at ten years old. He's just like, Jesus Christ! This was the the era when like parents wouldn't let their kids go outside, but they're okay with this game. <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine the idea? Like, basically, is part of it you have to go fight the mob or Team Rocket, which has never been beaten as a as a bad guy organization. No, no, organ- no team are as good as this lot. But you think about it. Could you imagine, like, you know, the, the Italian mafia and a ten year old walks in and, and dismantles the whole organization? <laughs> it's just. Brought to their knees by a ten-year-old, it is. Yeah, it's a bit. They must. Well, they must be that really, in, you know, inept. Yeah, they must. Which be. they are shown to be in the show, I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> and then there are some great things because, like, Pokemon. The Pokemon logic doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense because you have to get. There are certain roadblocks in the game that you you have to get certain moves for, and it's like there's a branch, and you need to get a move called Cut. And then you've got a Pokemon called Scyther with huge metal blades on his arm. And he's like, just, just cut it. Just, 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 it's in your biology. Just, why do you need a move to tell you what to do? I mean, don't get me started on the things that can and cannot learn fly. I mean, I did a whole video about that uh, bit, a uh, video where it was just about Pokemon that, in Gen 1 that can't learn stuff that they should obviously be able to learn. Charizard. He can't fly. Like, Pidgey, right? Pidgey can he can fly you. It's like a tiny one foot bird. It can fly you across the world. Fucking five foot dragon. No, no, he can't ferry you across the sky. But what was great is that you could have a, a one foot bird, and there's a picture like of, of blue. Like it, just type that in. It's a face like woo flying yeah. on one foot oh, yeah. Pidgey. But you could That's do it fainted. It. You could do it when he was yeah. knocked out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the things that can learn sw- uh, surf. It's like, why the fuck can Rhydon and all that? There's like no internal consistency. Like Rhydon and need thing, they're weak to water. By their own internal, internal logic, they would just die when they yeah, jump in the water. They would just die as soon as they touch the water. <laughs> just being touched by water kill, like, hurts the fuck out of them. Yeah, it's like, give it a water move. Let it, let it be able to sail. But, the, you know, there were so many things wrong with this game. That was one issue you had. Oh, do, oh, do you know what? This this has always fucked me off to this day. And I'll get off. Oh, the box and the bag issue. Yes. Fuck me. 
And oh. it's so small. When you go back to play it, you always forget about how small the bag is. And then you're like, full. as soon as you get to the SSN, that's when your bags pull. So your bags up every time. pull. And you need to drop items. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, what the fuck? Did you ever get stuck, though? Like, Because obviously, we know this game back to front because we've played it so many bloody times for uh, videos. Yeah. But did you, as a kid, did you ever get stuck? I remember, did, I remember getting stuck at certain points, like not knowing where the fuck I was meant to go. Like, some of it's really obtuse. Like, Oh, uh, if you want to get fly, go to this random house on the outskirts of Celadon City. Like, oh, yeah. How, how would you hell? fucking know that? <laughs> you would never know. You would never know. It doesn't point you in the direction. There's no hints. It's just, you just, yeah. it, it basically, it, it plays on the idea that you've played an RPG before and you know when you go visit anywhere, speak to everybody. Yeah, and, and I didn't know about JRPGs. So I, did, I was like, like that's after this game, I think the next JRPG I played was uh, Final Fantasy IX. And yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't even upgrade my equipment. I didn't do level grinding. I was like, why is this so hard? Because I didn't know about it because I yeah. never played RPGs. It, because this, when I was a kid, it was all fighting games. And that's the thing. That for a lot of people, this was this was baby's first RPG, Pokemon. Yeah. It was. It was it was getting us into the... I think my next one was seven. Um, yeah. So that was a bit of a gap. But that's that's how this game was. And you get you used to those tropes. Um, but with one of the, the things going back to the problems was, yeah, the bag was very small, which is a dick, but also the box. So you could, if for those who don't know, you can only have six Pokemon with you at a time and you can put 30 in a box. But what the problem was is if you filled the box it, and you caught something else, it automatically wouldn't just go to the next box and it wouldn't tell you that until you tried to throw a fucking Pokeball. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember that. The yeah. big one was when you get all the way to fight Mewtwo, you get all the way there and you go to use the Master Ball. And bear in mind, this is a fight where if you die and you haven't saved beforehand, and then, so you can just rock up and get use the Master Ball. But imagine if you haven't saved and then you mm. suddenly go, the box is full. You're like, fuck. Well, shit. <laughs> I didn't save. What the fuck? Holy shit. Mewtwo's gone. I mean, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool about it. What they had, that, they had that mechanic. No, no, the fact that you could just like miss Pokemon. They only have one shot. Oh yeah, there were four, four of them. So there was the legendary birds and Mewtwo. That was a brilliant. And again, you wouldn't know that. You would not know that had you previously someone warned you. You better save in front of this because if you don't catch it, it's gone. Goodbye. Yeah, I just thought it was another Pokemon at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's how I found. I think it was Articuno was the first one for me, and Articuno helped break the game back at that point because Ice Beam was broken. Yeah, and Hyper Beam. Hyper Beam. Oh, Hyper Beam was broken. So in Hyper Beam, in Hyper Beam was a very, very 150 base move, very powerful, but it needs two turns to use. So you use it, and then you have to recharge. But if you knocked out your opponent, you could just crack on. You could keep using it, yeah. <laughs> so good. You, you could keep using it. But there were other things that were broken in this game. You had Rap, which was like the shittiest move ever. But if you had the speed, you could continually use Rap and the opponent couldn't do anything. Get caught in a devil. Like my, my biggest one, right, that annoys me to this day, I think it's still not been changed in Pokemon, is Double Slap. It annoys the fuck out of me. Because yes, apparently it's a mistrans... Yeah, apparently, no, but apparently it's a mistranslation. Because it's called double slap, but it hits more than twice. It does. And it annoys the fuck out of me. Because double kick hits twice. But yes. double slap can hit up to five times. And they've never fixed it. And it they've annoys never, the fuck out of me. They've never fixed it. And they didn't fix a lot of the mechanics, I think, until 
Generation 4 because in yeah. you had your stats, you had attack, defense, speed. And in this game, special was your attack and defense. So if you had a high special, you were in. So that's one reason Alakazam was just fucking broken. Yeah, because he's got really good... But the only the only way you could beat Alakazam was with, like, Tauros or, yeah. like, something physical. Because his physical defense is absolutely garbage, but, like, his... Um... Yeah, his special attack was fucking mental. Like, the the best Pokemon in the original game are, like, ones people wouldn't expect. Like, Tauros is the best Pokemon in Gen 1. In the meta, anyway, in the OU meta. Tauros is the best Pokemon. Because of its stats. It was so because, bulky. Yeah, and it because it could just one-hit everyone with Body Slam and, like, uh, what else did it have? Like, I think it was just Body Slam and Hyper Beam. But you, you had Pokemon like Chansey and... Chansey was really good, yeah. Chansey, Snorlax, all the normal was overpowered. But they, they had Amnesia, which powered up your special by two, and you were done. You were like, bye. Yeah, and it drops your speed. Uh, didn't it drop your speed? And they no, it didn't drop your speed. Oh, that's curse. That's, that's curse. curse. But Amnesia... Yeah, but like in, Psychic and normal were overpowered as fuck. Yeah, they were. <laughs> because fighting move... There were no real counter to Psychic Pokemon at the time, and, there was, and the fighting Pokemon, although they were there, fighting moves were shit. Yeah. I mean, so, the only counter to a psychic was uh, Beedrill, really. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> Beedrill, I was joking, but yeah, but kind of. Beedrill wasn't doing anything, and Pin Missile oh. was crap. Yeah, no. If he had X Scissor, maybe he could have took him down. <laughs> but the problem was, is Beedrill was then weak to psychic. Yeah, I know. I was joking. <laughs> I was going to say, it was like, it was, it was, it was fucked, but they didn't fix a lot of the problems. I think Generation 4 was where essentially, so that was Diamond and Pearl, they fixed everything. So as a, as a battle system, it was, they've got a lot of it fixed. It took a long time for them to work out, you know, the problems that they had. But there were a lot of, I know we've said this happened, you know, there, there was this thing with Hyper Beam, but you could glitch this game to absolute fuck if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, HPT. Before go. we go on, can I just can I just quickly open this beer up and sit in it? I just didn't want to make a popping noise while you were talking. Oh, make the popping noise. Here you we go, here we go. I was opening the second beer. You I've had a long day it. of sitting on my ass. <laughs> yeah, but the one thing I would like to say also, I remember while we're talking about moves that are slightly broken, like sleep, sleep powder. Sleep in this fucking gen is horrible. Oh, yes. Yeah, sleep get broken. S- there's no actual, like you could actually get stuck asleep like eight turns, right? Yeah, because in this game, so if you woke up, that was a turn. Whereas previous next generations, I think after that, where if you woke up, you you could use you could have your turn. So if you were the slower Pokemon, you could be asleep for the rest of the game. Yeah, they could like put you to sleep and then just use rap over and over again. That's what a lot of people used to do with um, uh, what's his name, Executor. I think it was. Well, you actually could you could cheese it in the big tournaments with Dragonite. You could use agility, oh, Dragonite, yeah. agility to get your speed up, so you're faster than everything else, and then just use rap and you win. It is weird how like some of the best Pokemon are like um, you know, like Starmie was really good because of how fast it was. Starmie was amazing. Executor. So my team back at, when I figured out the game was Executor, Chansey, Raiden, yeah. Starmie, Alakazam, and Zapdos. That was my team. Yeah, solid. It's like when I did the, I did a Pokemon Stadium video. Yeah, uh, a while back. And um, like going through that game with knowledge of the meta, like it was such an easy time. Like I just had that squad, pretty much that squad. I had like Tauros. What did they have? Tauros, Executor, Zapdos, and uh, I don't know, some other stuff. Oh, and I had a Sand, uh, sand Slash just because I like Sand Slash. Sand Slash is terrible. I just like Sand Slash. Like, and that's the thing. It's having your favorites, isn't it? And this game, like Raichu's my favorite in that generation one. 
You've got Bongzilla. You've got Bongzilla the Weedle. Well, I was gonna say what like when right? How about this? Like when you were a kid, what were your favorites? Right, obviously it does change. Like, but when you were a kid, what like you'd like your favorite um, ones? I love Blastoise. I, I, to be fair, Blastoise and Raichu have been staples since day mm. one. They have been staples. And whenever I play the games, you know, future, like in future generations, I always say, when can I get a Raichu? Always. Yeah, do, you, do you remember your first squad from the first time you beat the game? Uh, it was Blastoise, Nidoking, Raichu. Nidoking was broken because you got it so early. Um, yeah. <laughs> Raichu. Um, who else did I have? I didn't have a fire type because fire type was shit. I think I had a yeah. Snorlax. Um, and then Zapdos and um, Articuno. That was my first fully uh, done no. team. I think mine was like the, the child team where it was like, I just had <laughs> I had like a level 80 Blastoise. I had like a level 30 Haunter that actually like saved me because like I didn't have enough items when I went into Elite Four and I didn't save it. So I had to go through with what I had. Without oh, got it. And I did it. But Haunter took down like... Because all my Pokemon died, then Horton, because a lot of stuff couldn't hit him. So he took down most of the end bits. Yeah, because those Pokemon <laughs> had resistances, didn't they? I think it was after. I think on the um I think it was on the, the Lance fight and then something else. And it, it for some reason the computer just couldn't kill him. And I like did it with like a level 30 Haunter most of it. I had like I think my team was Blastoise, underleveled Haunter, <laughs> a uh, Machoke, because I couldn't have Machamp and I loved <laughs> Machamp. Uh, yeah. And I had a um Hitmonlee, which was my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. When I was a kid. I love Hitmonlee. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know why. Like, it's weird. Like, it had, that link, you to, like. It had that link to Bruce Lee, didn't it? Which was cool. I prefer Chan as well. I actually prefer Jackie Chan, but, but just, I don't know why. I just love the design of Hitmonlee. I still love Hitmonlee now. Like, when we did um, a while back, we did uh, Sword and that, when we were talking yep. about that. I think my squad was like Hitmonlee, Gengar, Raichu, <laughs> and um, Octillery. And then Pelio Swine, Pelio Swine, yeah, it's Pelio Swine, Pelio. I'd never, Pilo Swine, yeah, but yeah, the like I think when I was a kid, my favorite Pokemon was uh, it was literally just like Blastoise, Hitmonlee. Oh, was that really like uh, oh, yeah, Onyx. I used to have all the rock Pokemon like Onyx, but I don't really like them as much as an adult. Have you, have, but, you, yeah. have you seen that meme of Onyx and it's on the SSN? It says Onyx uses dig, and it's like, no, no, Onyx, no, <laughs> sink the ship. I just thought Onyx was such a cool design. Such a cool design, but such a shit Pokemon. I know, that's the problem. Yeah, I used to want one. So, and the thing is, they're really hard to catch. Like, yeah. the catch rates. Catch I remember as a kid trying to catch one, I went through like 50 Pokeballs because I didn't have any Great Balls. So I was just throwing Pokeballs at Its catch rate was pretty shit. But, like, um, uh, has, it, has your favorites changed for Gen 1? No, Raichu has always been Blastoise. I think Charizard's come up and Venusaur's come up more, but. Um, Raichu has always been there. Like I, I'm, I try and whenever I do VGC, so video game tournaments, I always try and say, can I get Raichu in? Because it is competitively viable. You can use Raichu competitively, which is like yes. So, like, so you, know, you can't use like a Beedrill, for example. It'll get fucking painted. No. But <laughs> unless Raichu, it was Mega, unless it's <laughs> Mega, mega. but Raichu could hold up. I'm like yes. So I still, I still use it. Now you love obviously Bongzilla, which is great, but yeah. there were you know there were so many other Pokemon in that game. Now one of the big ones was Mew, and for those who don't know, you could only get Mew either for a, a truck. Well, the truck <laughs> that was I'm it. Joking. The rumor, no, no, that was the rumor. It was under a truck in Vermilion, right? 
And the first time I got Mew was through going to an event and I got a downloadable code to trade Mew. However, Amazing. you could get Mew before the second gym. There was a glitch you could do and you could get a level five Mew before missing. I didn't even know that. I, didn't I know only that. found the internet found this out for me. And it's if you've got it, if you have bought the games on your 3DS, that glitch still remains. Oh, nice. I mean, and like it, there was the Mew thing. And then like the other glitch thing was obviously, you know, missing what I'm gonna no. say. Missing yeah, no. that, that one went around my school. I remember everyone was talking about that thing. Like, like Pokemon, it was like when Street Fighter came out and everyone was talking about Street Fighter at school and stuff or like Mortal Kombat. But it was like, I remember like some kid, he was out on the field, like on the school field. And he was playing Pokemon on his own. I just went up and talked to him. And he was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, you're playing Pokemon. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing this thing called Missing Note. Like, you talk to this old man and then you go in the water in the specific spot. Yeah. And then it makes this, like, uh, demon sharp. And I was like, fuck off, that ain't true. And then when I got in, I tried it. And it I did it. Yeah, and then it actually freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, it does. Be- it fucks the game creepy. up. It fucks yeah, the game it up. breaks your item, your... um. Well, it gives you that infinite, you can, like, a major item thing broke. Yeah. So you could get infinite rare candies, which is what we used to do. It, it, correct. It breaks the bag. But what it also does, it breaks the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. That's, it breaks a lot of stuff. It breaks a lot of stuff. So if, I've always thought if you do that, you are at the risk of your game resetting, which was devastating. But I thought you do the missing no cheat, you know what's coming. It was cool, though. It was a cool. It was a cool little. It was thing. a cool glitch, and and I love how Game Freak and Nintendo have always tried to put missing no in law. You know, they've they've not they've not ran away from it because there was you could get um um as part of that glitch you can get stupidly level Pokemon. There was a glitch. Like, so missing no just looked like a mess. It was it just looked like purple coding, like it was essentially. But you could also get the uh, the bones of Kabutops, which was cool. I was like, so that was in the game. But if I don't know if you know as well, Professor Oak was in the game as an as an opponent. Oh, I saw your video on that. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can. I, again, the internet showed me this. If you do a certain um, certain certain things, you can fight Professor Oak, and he has the remaining po. He, well, he has a starter Pokemon, and he has higher level Pokemon than the champion or his grandson Blue. So I think he was meant to be a secret boss, but then they pulled it. Yeah, it's, and then there was that whole thing with the uh, the zombie in Lavender Town. I've never I think heard there that was meant there was meant to be like um, you know the the Marowak fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, that was meant to be like they were they they were toying with the idea that you would fight a zombie, and if you actually died, you would die. <laughs> that would be freaking cool. They never. I think there's still a sprite somewhere in the code or something. I'll have, I'll be good. I'll be looking after that. I will be looking after that now. Might but, be bollocks I heard, but yeah, it might, or it might just be one of the guys saying we toyed with the idea, but we, we toyed with it if we put it in there. But the thing I mean, is, the like fucking lavender town music. Oh, which meant to have sent people Japanese kids like to depressive states. It still freaks me out, man. Yeah, the music was ace. The music is ace. Like, if you hear that music, if you hear that music now, you know it's on. Like, everyone knows that music is so recognizable. And I would have played a bit beforehand. It's it it hits you. It hits you where it hurts. And bored into my brain as a kid. I remember like I got my first ever case of earworm. You know that thing where when you if you listen to something so much that you can just hear it when you hear silence. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, I was doing so much level grinding on that first route. 
I remember there was this one time I was just laying down on the sofa. I, t- I just turned Dragon Ball Z off or something. <laughs> and I was just laying there for a second. And then I, all I could hear was... <laughs> and I couldn't, it wouldn't go away. Like, I just couldn't, unless there was sound. I'm going to have to make sure that's the song for the rest of this. <laughs> just to annoy you a little bit more. That's great. But dude, when I hear that song, when I hear the, um, the main theme, like, you know, when they do the orchestra versions of the main yeah. theme and stuff. I've like, sometimes I'm like, if I'm drunk and I come in from a night out, it's like, I'll just come in, I'll chuck YouTube on and I'll watch like orchestra versions of Pokemon music and it'll make me cry. Because <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh. the nostalgia, well, plus I'm really drunk as well. Remember berries. Remember, yeah, it's like, po- remember uh-huh, Pokemon. Remember, I remember. <laughs> remember Fast Oak. Remember Slins. Remember Misty. Remember Pikachu. <laughs> Oh, he was such a good yellow boy. <laughs> oh, fucking fat Pikachu. I love fat. Oh, fat oh we got to talk about that, right? Fat, yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate for thick Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu is thick. And that's the thing. Some of the designs in those games, like, they don't, they look good on, like, if someone draws them in the manga or in the guides, but they look terrible. Yeah. Like, Gollum looks terrible. Pikachu, even yeah. Raichu look bad. Charizard looks dreadful. The only ones I think look amazing. The only the only one which looks fantastic is actually no, there's two. Is Venusaur and Nido King. Blast. Oh, okay. Apart from Blastoise looking like he's had way too many pizzas, he, he, does, he looks quite good. Fat boy. Looks a bit fat, yeah. But I like it. I like <laughs> that. Right. But like Chansey doesn't look like Chansey. Taurus. Wartortle looks like good. Taurus. Wartortle looks all right. Wartortle. See, that was actually that there was there's just two other avenues I forgot to put my notes. For those who don't know, Water Squirtle and Wartortle and Blastoise were not meant to be the evolutionary line. Blastoise. No. So if you look at well, the designs of Squirtle and Wartortle, they're very similar, but then they're yeah. completely different from Blastoise. They were meant to be two separate lines, and that you can go and find the the pre-evolution for Blastoise, and it was another turtle. But the, mm. I don't think there was one. The evolution was never released for War Turtle, but they just decided, no, we'll drop the baby Blastoise and we'll just make War Turtle and Blastoise. That's why they don't look anything like each other. Mm. And there's also um, Venomoth and Butterfree. That's the other one. I was about to mention that, but you, you beat me to it because <laughs> I, I had to talk to my talk about my uh, eternal nemesis, Butterfree. Yeah. Butterfree. The thing is, like. Butterfree would have been far more acceptable if it evolved from Venonat. So yes, and it looks like Venonat, like the the head. Well, that's the point. They are. They are. They yeah. are. Was Venonat was meant to evolve into Butterfree, and Caterpie was meant to evolve into, um, <coughs> into, <coughs> into Venom. Yeah, evil Caterpie was meant to evolve into Venomoth. <laughs> and the way you yeah. can do that is their eyes. You look at their eyes. That's that's how it was meant to happen. But I think maybe yeah, Venomoth has the same eyes. They have the same, yeah, Caterpie and Venomoth have the same eyes and Venonat and Butterfree have the same eyes, but they decided, I don't know why, they decided to switch them. Um, can we, can they, we stop talking about Caterpie? It makes sorry, yeah, we'll get... We'll get <laughs> onto, there's only, there's it's only, against my religion. I know he does. Sorry, Bongzilla. You know, right. Lord Bongzilla. And and he comes sting you. We could talk about Pokemon all day long, but the only thing I suppose I would want to mention as my last thing is that I, I, we both love it. And I still think... You know, people may say, oh, the red and blue games haven't aged well. However, if you find people, right, if they put it on the Switch, people will buy it. You have the ability to emulate it on your phone, people will emulate it. People do. Yep. 
I think that game still holds up primarily because of the nostalgia. I think if it came out yeah. now without, without it, you'd be like, no, fuck this. But because of the nostalgia, you could still release Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow, which I'm doing as a separate video, but you could mm. do that and it would still sell. It's the most, like, for me, it's like the most cohesive Pokemon game. Like, I know there's not, like, I love the fact that there's not much story. Like you said there is a story. There barely is one. Which there barely I like. is one. No. I like the fact that it's just you, your hero's journey as a 10-year-old to defeat the Mafia and become, you know, the world champion. It's, yeah. it's basic. And I love it. That's why I like it. And I constantly go, go back to it. But, um, like, honestly, I would love it, right, if they did a new old-style Pokemon game. Like, yeah. No story. Just like this again. Just that would simple. be amazing. And it would simple. sell, like, hotcakes, especially if they sold it for, like, 20 quid. Oh, they would. They wouldn't need to. It would be amazing. And that's why I noise you want to see like red and blue when they put it for the 3DS. And it was a fortune. I was like, why are you charging mm. like 20, 25, 30 quid for a, a very, very, very old Pokemon, the oldest Pokemon game? Just sell it for like a tenner. It's because Nintendo hates money, apparently. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo hates people. But if you put it on the Switch, it would still hold up. And it would still get so. I, I, people are waiting for it. People are waiting for them to release, you know, these games back on the red, the ruby and sapphires, the black and white suits. They're waiting for them. I guarantee they'll be down. You yep. put all the, the previous games because we're going to get to the stage where, well, we are because you can't now download games from the 3DS and the Wii Shop. That's all closed now. So if you want to play red and blue, unlucky, you need an emulator if you haven't got one. Yeah, it's just pushing people towards emulation, and then they're going to moan about the emulation. <laughs> they're going to moan about the emulator. We'll make it available. I've had, I've had yeah. this rant. I've ranted yeah. about this before. But put it on Switch then, and then you can't. Then you can't. Then you can moan. Then, then we can moan. Yeah, but put it on. Like I, 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 I moaned in a few episodes uh, about how I want to do Pokemon Stadium. I'd love to see Red and Blue, yeah, uh, and then do Pokemon Stadium again. I freaking love that. I'd lose my tits over it, but I don't know if it's going to happen. But when it comes to this whole thing of Pokemon, I, I don't think it's going to die out. It is the biggest world's biggest franchise. It will go on. It's it's like the Titanic. My heart will go on forever with this thing. Okay, the Titanic didn't, but the song did. <laughs> Pikachu will forever live in my heart. You always will. And Pokemon will never die. Like even my little one in hiccups, like she's three. Yeah, she'll be three in a few more days. And she knows some of the Pokemon. She knows who Charmander is. She knows who Bulbasaur is. She knows it. And she's 32 years younger than me. And she knows it. Which is My nephew plays it. And he's, he's obsessed with it. And he's like uh, 11. Yeah. 11, 12. It's mental. Loves it. Mental. He watches my channel. It creeps me out. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hiccups isn't swearing. Hiccups is allowed to watch my channel yet. She will take over one day. But she's not allowed to... Um, just watching dad go, oh, this guy is a bloody cunt. I don't know why I made you sound <laughs> fucking Scottish. Yeah, Oi, no. up, lad. We'll go drink a nookie brown and then we're going to go go to the forest. <laughs> You've we'll got have a good little lark in the. <laughs> You've got accent problems, mate. Jesus I can't Christ. Do it. Well, do, can't a, do, do a southern fairy then. Go on then. Oh, don't do I'll just fucking yeah, sound like. I fucking sound like fucking Dell Boy, won't I? Fucking... I'm from London. Hello. I'm from London town, ain't I? <laughs> I uh, know, Northern, you just got to go, Oi up, lad, do you? Oh, James. You go watch your Nookie, <laughs> go drink a Nookie Brown. Oh, don't. Ugh. Oh, no, no, no. Right, before I, I get pissed, I need, I need to get on a plane shortly, which is ridiculous. If you were to rate this out of 10, go on. what would you do it? 10 out of 10. 
yeah, it's got to be. It's 10 out of 10 because nostalgia obviously pushes it. But for the impact it has, it's in my top 10 games of all time. Just but just for the impact and emotional nostalgia, not necessarily for the gameplay, but it is in my top 10. And maybe I played this thing to death. So I've never played a game so much and I have as this. Ugh. There's not many games where I can hear the soundtrack down my own orchestra and it makes me cry. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, not yeah. cry, but it's just sort of like, oh, <laughs> the nostalgia. The nostalgia. Final Happy Fantasy drunk. 10. Final Fantasy 10 does that to me. Yeah, we. <laughs> Best bit. Oh, if no one knows what that is, you will do in a few. When we get to Final Fantasy 10, you will do. All right. Anything else you want to say before we're done? Um, just want to say the Sound Slash is awesome. Oh. Uh, I, I was going to say that earlier. I forgot. I was going to say, yeah, the Pokemon I liked as I got older. Uh, like the new ones that I've found appreciation for, right? Muck, because it's a pit pile of shit like me. Yeah. <laughs> Sand Slash. I don't know why. Sand Slash is just fucking cool when I like Sand Slash now. Yeah. Those are my, like two of my, my new favorites for some reason. And Beedrill, of course. And Beedrill. Yeah. And Weedle. For <laughs> obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Praise the Lord, Bongzilla. Everyone should respect him. And we should all burn. Lord upon high. Burn Cappy. <laughs> burn Cappies. That's all we need to say. Burn Cappies and Chikorizas. That, that's 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 what we believe in here. <laughs> Get rid of them. Don't need them. Don't need them. Well, Get out of here. Well, sir, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for giving me your time. No doubt we'll no have you on at some other point to talk more Pokemon nonsense, but thank you very much. No problem, mate. Thanks for having me. was Pokemon Red and Blue. I really hope everybody enjoyed this show. Once again, I have to say thank you to Jake and thank you to all for you for listening. I hope you've had a good time. Next week, we will be back with another show. It'll be a shortened version until I'm back on my holidays. But until then, I've been Danny. You take care of yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs>